Welcome to Epignosis, the teaching ministry of Grace Morgan. May the light of God illuminate your heart and may the truth make you free as you listen. In continuation of this great subject of sacrifice, while we look at biblical examples of the subject in the first part of this message, let us now look at a few contemporary examples to drive home our assertions. Few years ago, precisely in 2010, a man in the nation of Jordan, out of pure frustration of what his government had done to him, he poured fuel on himself and lit himself on fire until he was burned to death. This man was not a rich man, nor was he a politician. He was a simple street hawker whose goods were seized for street hawking. He was nobody, but his sacrifice led to the great indignation in that country and caused the overthrow of not only the government of Jordan, but that of Egypt and other Arab countries, including Libya. Now, this is a good example of doing the unthinkable to obtain the impossible. A sacrifice is not only connected with taking life. No, there are other things that can be sacrificed. As long as there is an emotional attachment to anything, it can be sacrificed. Something happened not long ago in one of the southeastern states in Nigeria. There was a very powerful and rich man in the community who used his wealth and power to oppress members of his community. A day came when he went too far and he caused the death of a promising young man in that community, an only child. This enraged the people of that town. Now they knew they could not fight this man with the law because he was an influential politician. So the women of the community decided to unleash one of their most dangerous weapons, a sacrifice. But what exactly did they sacrifice? They sacrificed their dignity. A person's dignity is one of the most precious things they possess. Money can hardly buy it. So they planned and gathered at his mansion, called on him to come out and meet with them. Now these were mothers, grandmothers, great-grandmothers. They had had enough. It was time to do the unthinkable, to obtain the impossible. They reeled out his offenses and cursed him. Then they all removed their wrappers. None of them had underwear. They turned around together, bent over and beamed their private parts at him. Over 100 women. What a shocking and terrible sight. Almost as bad as the burning body of the king's heir on the wall of Moab. Now a woman's body is her dignity. Beware if she decides to sacrifice it in anguish against you. That rich man was never the same after that day. His life took a terrible turn. He became a pariah in that society and fell desperately sick till today. It's very unlikely he will ever recover until he dies. 
Finally, let me share a personal experience. I was one time in a situation where I fell into the hands of a wicked and powerful man. This man was an agent of the federal government and my freedom, my well-being was in his hands. From what I had seen and heard of him, he was not one who cared much about people. And I needed this man and his team off my back. I had not really done anything wrong, but my situation was that it was up to him to decide my case. After some prayers on this matter, I received a strange divine instruction. God told me to go on my knees for this man. I was surprised and a little disgusted about this instruction. I wouldn't particularly say I'm a proud person, but I have a high sense of dignity. I don't like looking small before anyone. So I told God that I can't do it. I had not gone on my knees for even my own father. So why should I go on my knees for another human being, even if he is a powerful man? God now asked me to sacrifice my dignity before that man and see what happens. I struggled with this instruction because God had always told me that he is God and God alone and that no man is anything beside him. Yet, here he is asking me to kneel down for a man like me. The whole thing disgusted me. So as I made my way to the man's office to book an appointment, I was conflicted in my heart about this instruction. However, I had learned by that time to do whatever God says, regardless of how it looks to me, good or bad. So as I entered his office, he said, Pastor Mocha, what do you want? I said, I need to ask you a favor, sir. He replied again, what do you want? Then I went on my knees in front of his table. Before I could say anything, the man screamed and ran out of his office. That surprised me. It appeared as if he couldn't stand the sight of me kneeling down for him. I never knew this man had a conscience. He spoke from the door of his office asking me to please get up and sit down. I pleaded with him to at least come in and hear me out, but he said he will not come to see me until I sit down. So I got up and sat. He now came and sat, not in his seat anymore, but he sat beside me. He said, please, what is the problem? I made my request. He replied, is that all you want? I said, yes. He took me by the hand and walked me downstairs and gave instructions concerning my request. He stated that he wanted it done immediately. His subordinates looked at him with lots of surprise and wondering what was going on because it was such an unusual request from him. But to cut the long story short, I got all I requested. 
That was when I discovered the power of sacrificing your dignity in certain situations to get what you want. Too much dignity and pride is really the problem of many of us. A sacrifice is defined as the surrender or loss of a prized possession in order to gain an objective. The power of your sacrifice is equal to the value of what you give up. I would rather have given up a lot of money to that man instead of going on my knees for him because I value my dignity far more than money. But then, how much money did I have to give in the first place? In a way, I think God used the situation to break my ego down because he knows that could be a problem for me in life. Those women in that rural community I spoke of were not extraordinary women. And they may have had shame in their minds when the idea of doing what they did came up. Struggling with it in their thoughts as they planned exposing their private parts like that. They may have probably preferred to contribute funds to do something against that man, but they knew it would be inadequate. So they despised their shame for the sake of achieving their objectives. Just as Christ despised the shame of the death on the cross naked in order to actualize our eternal redemption, they counted getting rid of that man more important than their own nakedness. Somehow, a sacrifice is also a balance of priorities. It's a declaration of what is most important to you. No matter what you keep saying you need and you want, it's how far you're willing to go to get it that proves your resolve. A sacrifice requires deep loss, and the depth of the agony felt in you at that loss is equal to the value of that sacrifice to meet your objectives. Don't bother to sacrifice when you know what you want to sacrifice is insufficient. God himself figured that the only sacrifice sufficient to give salvation to humanity was to incarnate and offer his own body. Most people think a sacrifice is only given to God, but it's not. It can also be for your fellow man. The king of Moab in his heart may have sacrificed to his God. But we all know that idols are dead, inanimate objects without life. No, it wasn't his God that gave him victory. It was the principle and the effect of his sacrifice that did it for him. Sometimes it's not even to God you need to sacrifice. Sometimes it's to a person. Now, whether that person likes your sacrifice or not, they must be greatly impacted by it before it can have the desired effect. It has to be shocking to be effective. In 1 Kings chapter 3, verse 4, it says that Solomon offered a thousand burnt offerings in one night. Just imagine what 1,000 burning animals looks like. It's a shocking sight. The Bible says that God visited him that night and granted his request. Now some may ask, what about grace? Grace is a powerful force, but as powerful as grace is, 
It was made available through an act of sacrifice by our Lord Jesus Christ. So in a way, grace is an offspring of sacrifice. Grace is powerful, but it is also a targeted force. It was put in place strictly to settle our eternal destiny, not to give us mundane things. For your earthly achievements and victories, you must fight your own fights. Sometimes, in seeking a desire that looks impossible, you may need to do the unthinkable. It may be that what it will take is to do something audacious and totally out of character to get what you desire. You may have to go to the extremes, operate in the deep end. A mediocre is unlikely to get the needed attention, so you must be very serious. Your action must roar like a lion. It has to be something you may not like doing, but will have the necessary impact on your target. I will, however, caution that it must be something that is hardly reasonable and very costly to you. So you must brace up to be able to do it. I also recommend that you check it out with God and not your conscience because your conscience will most likely not agree with such a crazy act. If you really want the results, you must be prepared to bear the loss. Do the unthinkable to obtain the impossible. Thank you very much for listening and God bless you. You were blessed by these teachings. For inquiry, support, and contributions, kindly send us an email on epignosis721 at gmail.com. You can also send us a message via WhatsApp on 234 We would love to hear from you. God bless you.